0: Here's my podcast for the weekend, and I'm going to dedicate this story to my friend Jennifer Yepp, who works in slave trafficking, human trafficking, whatever, um, but she basically runs around and, and educates authoritative figures like police departments and various what have you on what to look for in human trafficking. But I was thinking about her the other day, and I thought this would be a good example to give her. So here's a podcast called Modern Day Slavery that I wrote in Medium.com, and I'm going to publish it here in Substack today. And it goes like this. Humanity has a history of enslaving other humans as far back as the first recorded histories of civilization. There is ample evidence that Homo sapiens has been enslaving other members of their species as far back in time to the first recordings of histories on clay tablets from ancient Assyria and Mesopotamia. This just proves that this is a human condition. When tribes conquered other tribes, those they didn't kill outright on the spot, they captured and used them for whatever purposes they wanted. Free labor, and sex slaves primarily. Nothing has changed in all these thousands of years. I talked about this human condition on an older article entitled Essay on Critical Race Theory and it's it's in our DNA. Maybe back in the early days of Homo sapiens, Neanderthals and Denisovans and Cro-Magnons and Homo, Homo sapiens captured weaker tribe members and used them to procreate and enhance the gene pool. Probably why scientists have discovered why we have Neanderthal DNA in us right now. The urge to procreate is part of every living thing on this planet. Every living thing has its primary function in a most primitive part of our DNA. The biggest difference is that Homo sapiens seems to have a stronger mating urge than all the other species of the world, with the exception of the chimpanzees and similar lower ape species, our closest cousins. Because of this severe, intense urge to mate at every opportunity, human males have a hard time controlling this urge. A large percentage are unable to control this urge. Hence domestic violence, violence between rival males, and so on. Not that humans have a corner on this as males from other species also suffer the same urges and commit violence against other rival males for the right to mate with females. The primary difference between humans and chimps and the other species is that human and chimp females are always in heat rather than seasonal cycles. Humans and chimps can mate all year round and do whatever and do whenever they can. This is where slavery comes in. Since young males have this intense urge to mate 24-7, they will do anything to scratch that itch. The best way is to have females at the ready whenever they need to scratch the itch. Slaves have been a commodity bought and sold like any other commodity on the open market since the dawn of time. Slave markets have been around since the first farmer figured out how to make a lot little on the side selling vegetables to his neighbors. The ancient civilization has all had them. The Romans, at the latter part of their empire days, made selling slaves one of their top trading commodities. They had captured so many in their conquests, they trained them to do the utmost as skilled laborers, gladiators, high-end sex slaves, and so on. Every empire has done the same since, including the United States. Although officially slavery was outlawed in the U.S. in 1820, following the British a few years earlier, it all just went under the table. Free labor has always been needed. This is why the Europeans used slaves captured in Africa, by the local tribes no less, to be transported to the island plantations in the Caribbean. The English used every roost they could to get free labor from their kingdom and send them to penal colonies like Prince Edward Island, Canada, New South Wales, and Australia. A lot of criminals were sent to the American colonies as well to be utilized by wealthy English landowners. Europeans also had this skills-training program called indentured servitude – another form of free labor. This involved young people voluntarily agreeing to work for a German tradesman to learn the skills for free for seven years. The master had to provide room aboard but no salary. A lot of room for abuse in that scenario. Ancient civilizations used captured slaves to build all their famous structures, like those in Egypt, Rome, Greece and others. Later, empires just kept the ball rolling. Why ruin a good thing? As long as stronger tribes are allowed to capture weaker humans and trade them like any other commodity, nothing will change. If there is any way a human can make money off a commodity, they will. As long as there is a demand for the commodity, someone will figure out a way to provide provide it for profit. In the 19th century, slavery was largely outlawed in the West, but nearly unenforceable due to the large economic dependency involved. Slaves were not allowed to be imported from overseas anymore in the U.S. after 1820, but were sold internally between landowners in the South and some Western states, that is, until the American Civil War. Most people are taught in U.S. history classes that the Civil War was about slavery, to have or not. That is not true. The argument was about whether Washington, D.C. control could control the established economics of the poorer states, such as in the South and organized West. This economics was all dependent on free farm labor. Slaves, in other words. Without slaves, the plantations and farms would largely fail and bring economic devastation to all the affected regions. The other commodity in that labor pool were the female slaves. When young, they were sold off as breeders to help increase the slave populations for more free labor and commodities since they could no longer longer import from overseas anymore. Very little has changed since then, other than no more open slave markets and out in the open trading of humans. Slavery has still continued throughout the world, just a little more under the table. Slavery is still a commodity in North Africa among the Bedouin tribes and Arab sheiks. Europe has lost quite a few pretty blondes and white-skinned females to Arab harems. They are considered a status symbol for rich sheiks. I had had occasion to be part of a U.S. military defense unit drawn up when our transport ship was transiting the Red Sea, on our way to the Suez Canal back in 1992. We were on guard against pirates who are known to steal aboard merchant ships in the middle of the night to steal white women to be sold on markets of North Africa. Around the world now, women and homeless men are trafficked for free labor and sex slaves in this very day and age. We hear and read stories in the United States of authorities finding teenagers and young adults that were captured and forced into the sex trade undocumented migrants being shipped across the southern border to be used as free laborers under threat of death and deportation. Eastern Europe has always had a thriving trade in captured young women taken from their homelands and brought to places around the world, such as the U.S., to be forced into sex slaves. In poorer countries like the Philippines, young people are being lured to Middle Eastern countries and others for work and are treated pretty badly, sometimes killed outright when their employers and owners take offense. These rich Arabs are under the impression that these foreigners can be utilized any way they want and no one will object. I saw evidence of this when I was traveling in Dubai back in 1992. I have a dear, dear young friend who works for a company in Washington, D.C. and she is an advocate for rooting out slavery in all its forms around the world, especially in the United States. She's not a native-born American and speaks six or seven different languages fluently. She loves to travel and has been around the world. She now works for this company traveling around the U.S. training law enforcement personnel on what to look for regarding human trafficking. She and her co-workers are very few and far between, and law enforcement does not have the manpower to combat this. It's too lucrative. The Mexican cartels are running a thriving business transporting people across the American southern border. They make their money up front and have enough people within the U.S. to enforce debt repayments with little little local law enforcement to deter them. As long as there are large sums of money to be made from trafficking humans as a commodity available for anyone willing to pay for it, the tra- trade will always continue. As long as human males continue to have that primal urge to have sex whenever they can, there will always be a commodity for them to scratch that itch for a price. As long as there are unscrupulous landowners willing to take a chance and pay for free human labors, there there will be a commodity to be sold. Although this option is rarely seen as the chances of being caught these days are pretty high, whereas sex trafficking is a mobile business and can be wrapped up quickly and relocated when law enforcement starts to close in. 30% of human, tra- human trafficking victims are children, according to news.un.org. So that kind of gives you an idea. It doesn't really matter your age. With humans, it's a two-way street. There is a need and a commodity to be sold to address that need or desire. When it comes to a male sex drive, the need and desire kind of blurred together. Prostitution could be legalized or regulated like it has like it has been in some places around the world, but that only slows things down a little bit in that region. Places with a high morality profile will never allow that as that goes against their theological premise that once married, you can only mate with one female ever again. I wonder why the invented I wonder why the invented harems and why a lot of supposed Christians are so unhappy that they find, their, they find sex, par, sex partners outside their marriages. Since prostitution has been around since the earliest civilizations, you would think humans would get the message by now. As a species, human men are not designed to be monogamous. Most men would prefer not to be, but they largely adhere to the religious majority who makes the rules for them. Premise being that males need to be controlled so that they don't get too many females impregnated with their seed and therefore create monetary issues with property rights and such. If you don't know who all your children are, your wealth can be passed on to anyone with your DNA, no matter who the mother may be. Nor should men be left without being halfway responsible for re- rearing the child- children they create. It doesn't matter how many children they make as long as it's with the same female, unless that one dies and then they can require another one to make more children. So what do unmarried or unhappy married men do? They seek other non-attached females to have sex with to satisfy that primal itch, and they don't mind paying for it. A lot of men don't want to pay for it and commit violence, rape, to satisfy their urges. Others are less inclined for violence and coerce unattached females to have sex to satisfy that primal itch. Most males will do nearly anything to satisfy that mating itch. Other humans are only interested in free labor as long as they can get away with it, no matter what. There will always be a a market for human commodity until humans can learn to control their selfish urges. There are no easy answers to this dilemma right now except to keep fighting against modern slavery. If a human wants to voluntarily be a prostitute, that is their choice. Then it's not slavery. If a human wants to voluntarily go to work for somebody for nothing, That is a choice, so again, not slavery. But if a person is kidnapped against their will or coerced into something that turned out to be false and end up slave, then it's slavery. That's what needs to be stopped. Find a way to curb the demand, and slavery will die out as humans find another way to make a profit. That's the best solution. Although this is not likely to happen anytime soon, given the history of mankind. Maybe somebody, somebody, somebody will come up with a solution. Until that day arrives... Keep your children close, watch your surroundings at all times, especially young, poor females. Slavery never turns out well for anybody but the traders.